motherfuckers, and welcome to another edition of the Son of a Bitch, uh, Seventh Innings Stretch. Oh wait, sorry, you. Oh wait, hold on, I'm sorry. You, you did keep distracted. <laughs> sorry, I, I started using a swear jar in, uh, in the seventh inning because I had a, high, I got a high dream, and so or a dream where I was high, or I, I was high and I dreamed that it was bad that I was cussing. So Josh is trying to keep me straight on here, but now he's turned off his camera. So we're going to redo this. Okay. Welcome to the seventh inning. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little, it wasn't your best. I'm sorry. sorry. You, you didn't care enough about it. Maybe it's, that is probably my fault, but, uh, I was laughing too much trying to get the laughing check. <laughs> Anyways, well, we have a full episode. I'm pissed off. I'm going to be honest. I'm really angry. I'm angry at everyone. Uh, I I was telling Josh earlier, I am going through some horrible food poisoning from my mother. So she did it to you on purpose. And remember, it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. It depends on who you're talking to, but okay. Uh, so let's get into it. I'm going to try to keep my cool. I won't, but um, yeah, let's go ahead and start off. Uh, this is a week old, but you know, this was after we um, recorded on Thursday night. Um, MLB announced that uh, pitcher Carlos Martinez, ex-Cardinal, ex, um, well, he was a giant for five seconds, and then he was a Red Sox. Um, is he a Red Sox or a Red Sox? He was a, I would just say he was with the Red Sox. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I never understood that. Like, are you a Red Sox or a Red Sox? Because it's not S-O-C-K-S. It's R-O-X or S-O-X, not rocks. I guess Anyways. we might want to contact our guy in Chicago and see what they say if you're a White Sox or a White Sox. Do we have a guy in Chicago? White Sox. I'm, I'm sure you do. Oh, I'm my, sure. my guy in Chicago is a Covey. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure I do have a couple of guys. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, I mean, it's a week old. He's he's suspended 80 games for using a drug I've never heard of, but I'm guessing it's just a steroid. Hey, do you ever heard of it? Because you're kind of, I mean, you're not fully medical, but you're kind of medical, aren't you? Not to get to. Oh, yeah. No, no not, I'm not medical. I'm not on that side of the medical field. Oh, okay. Uh, for my profession. Uh, but no, the drug you're talking about, I it was something I've never heard of either. So I was just like, what? <coughs> um, something new to learn about, I guess. I think the only drug I knew was Andro- Andros Dean Dione. And that's only because I heard it said 15 times in uh, Ken Burns' 10th inning. But um, that's a bummer. Um Carlos Martinez is a nut job. You and I know it. Um, I mean, he's kind of one of those weird pitchers. Um, So it's a shame that he's resorted to this. But, I mean, I don't even know, like, how pitchers, how that really affects pitchers' uh, steroids. So I guess it just helps him make it stronger so he has better velocity. Um, But... Um, that's a shame. Um, I talked to Josh, but he's, he's turned his camera off again on me. Cause he, I'm still here. I know. 
I was I was trying I'm trying to stall for you. Um do you have a I guess I could cut this out, so Yeah, you want to cut it out. I'm just trying to get the whole internet going right now. Oh. But uh all right, whatever. I can't get my internet working ooh. on my tablet. But uh, do you have anything to say about Carlos Martinez? Or you know, I, I was a fan of Carlos um, when I was living in Indiana because I didn't get to hear all the insider information about you know how he was this that and the other about him. So you know, I think it's I think it's sinful anytime a player gets hit with a PED. Uh, charge. I mean, these guys are paid to play the game. They 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 get they get to do something that most of us would love to do with our lives, and they still feel the the need to cheat in some way, shape, or form. And and we've talked about other forms of cheating in baseball, but I just don't understand the PED thing. These guys they work out. They work really really hard. They 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 craft. They work on their craft so much. And to see somebody who, you know, had a couple of bad seasons, had some injury issues, feel like they got to resort to using a chemical substance to um, get them back to where they need to go or where they want to be. I mean, I get it. I mean, I understand it, but I'm very much by the rules, by the book. If you can't hack it, hang it up, become a coach, become an influence, be a positive influence for the young kids out there and um, help grow the sport. Don't diminish the sport or ruin their sports reputation. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I never I never know where I am at at the with the entire steroid thing. Anyways, um, like obviously we grew up with Mark McGuire, so we were like, oh, well, we like Mark McGuire, but I mean, you can't. And then we kind of turn around and we're like, well, PEDs are bad, and so I'm like, ah, it's just so. And then you have to think about Barry Bonds, who was good before he took the PEDs, and then who was great really before he took the PEDs and then, and Roger Clemens is another guy. Same as Sosa was shit. Um, I mean, really it was, but I mean, he's, he's, you talk about like strikeouts, that guy struck out every other second. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's a conversation. You want to have a little time. bit of a, huh? okay. I was going to say, no, you no, no, have well, a little PED conversation real we quick. Can, we can do it. Uh, might as well. I, so, I said two minutes, five minutes. Yeah. So here's my thing with the PEDs. Um, I have a different standard when it comes to like HGH and actual anabolic, anabolic steroids compared to some of these creams or whatever that have steroids in them. Bonds is in a different category for me than some of the other players because we go back and look, we look at Bonds. He looked like a normal average Joe when he got into the league. Yeah. And then he just like, Swole yeah. was huge, big old monster of a guy. Um, where McGuire, yeah, he was smaller too, but, but he his, grew over time, right? Yeah, he grew over time and he never got like super jacked. Yeah. Um, and even Sosa, I mean, he didn't ever really get super, super jacked either. Um, Rogers, uh, Roger Clements was always kind of a meteor, a beefier guy from what I remember. Now, I was really, really young when his career started. So, yeah. I, mean, I could be wrong here, so if I am, I apologize to all you internet folks. But I mean, Bonds to me was one of the bigger 
one of the bigger disappointments because he was so good before he had him. He didn't need yeah. him. He was going to be in the record books. He had the potential to be a Hall of Famer <laughs> without him. Um, he would have never broken the home run record without him. McGuire was hitting home runs before um, he was taking any kind of a PED, but he also wasn't injecting himself with steroids, or at least it's not known to that. Um, and everything that he was taking at the time was approved by baseball, and it was something he got from his trainer that wasn't an actual steroid from what I understand. Now, I am talking a little bit out of left field here because I didn't research it all, and I was a really young when it happened, yeah. so my memory is not the clearest. But that's how I remember it being told and what happened. Um, so, yeah, I have a different – between shooting up steroids and taking hu- human growth hormone versus some of these other things that they consider a steroid or a performance anti drug, like if it's Adderall, I know that, that – or at least I think for a short time or it is on the uh, PED list, we should check that out. Is it? Um, There's some drugs on there. I just don't understand why they're on there. If it's for like focusing, here we go. List of major notes. What PEDs? The PEDs are banned. Cocaine, LSD, marijuana, opiates, MDMA, gamma, hydroxyburate, GHB, uh, Fedra. The last couple PCP. articles I've seen are from uh, about Adderall are from 2012, so it it might not be um, a big deal. Yeah, anymore. it might not be on there anymore. Yeah. Um, but when it was, I didn't understand that one. Yeah. I mean, how many kids are prescribed Adderall so that they can focus and their brains and their and their bodies line up? I mean, heck, they're diagnosing adults now with ADHD and ADD and finding out that they were never diagnosed and they're making them more productive in their personal lives and at work. So th- those kind of drugs, I don't, I don't quite get with it, it, it is the, the intentional injections and the intentional pills that bother me and taint the sport. Yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just weird. I, I didn't think about the differences between the types of steroids. Um, yeah, I think the thing with Bonds, though, was, like, which I don't know how true the story is. And we, like, like no one really knows except for, you know, the people who were in the thick of it. But, um, like, the thing that I've always heard about Bonds was he, he didn't want to take the steroids, but he was always hearing that, like, over half the players were. And he saw how, you know, he was having amazing numbers but no one was paying attention to him because they were focused on Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Roger Clemens, who were taking the steroids. And so he was just like, well, I'm going to take these steroids and I'm going to be considered the best ever because I'm, because that's what I want to do is, and I I don't know how true that is, but I've always heard that story uh, going around. But um, if it is true, I kind of, I don't know. I still think, I think Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, I've always said, like, Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame with an asterisk. Um, or at least, not not necessarily even an asterisk, just say, like, I would say, like, before he took the steroids. Because uh, I think he said in 99 was when he took the steroids. I may be wrong. But like, just, because I think he has a Hall of Fame career before the 99 season 
and I think that's what a lot of people talk about is, hey, he was great before he took the steroids, and when he took the steroids, he still, I mean, he still had to have a good eye. He still had to, because he still walked a shit ton. But, um, anyways, I mean, well, I get that. I think the whole steroid era. So I think a lot of the guys, not dive, deep dive here, because we should really do an episode on this. Yeah. But um, I think the whole steroid era in baseball, I think those guys, if they have Hall of Fame numbers or they had Hall of Fame careers, they should get in. But there needs to be a specific part of the Baseball Hall of Fame that is this is the steroid era in baseball. Because let's be real, the steroid era in baseball and the home run race between McGuire and Sosa revived and saved the game of baseball oh yeah especially after 94 um right uh, uh, you and i we were just talking about ken burns and uh uh his baseball documentary and they really talk about it and they really do that justice they're like listen the baseball was dead uh 95 96 no one was going to games uh fans were like they just felt betrayed they felt like uh, owners and players were playing too greedy and it's it was becoming a problem and guess what Cal Ripken Jr which I don't I don't really attribute to um, him saving baseball too much baseball too much with his uh, streak but um, yeah like Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds King Griffey Jr also I think it should get a lot more credit um, they single-handedly brought baseball back. Um, anyways, but, uh, do you, so I want to do a real quick thing. Like, um, like Roger Clemens, do you think he deserves to be in the hall of fame? Yes. Mark McGuire? Yes. Sammy Sosa? Yes. <laughs> really? And Barry Bonds, you said, yeah only on principle the fact that I say yes to the other three guys. But again, I go back to the asterisks. They're in their yeah. own category in the Hall <laughs> yeah. of Fame. That's the only way you do it. Um, I'm, same thing with um, oh, Jose Canseco, um, Rafael Palmero, all those guys who got hit. Hmm. Did you know that uh, sorry, this is a totally different thing right now, but Mark McGuire got second in MVP voting that in '98. Do you know who won the MVP that year? Sammy you know Sosa. <laughs> what the fuck? He was more likable. That's another dollar. <sighs> That's that doesn't count as <laughs> fine. <laughs> he has him on on walks. On base. Oh. So Sammy has him on RBIs, obviously not on uh, home runs, but he has him on batting average before on base slugging and OPS were a thing. There you go. The thing you hate the most. The bane of my existence is the reason why Big Mac never got an MVP. He never won an MVP. That's so surprising. I figured he would have gotten one when he was Oakland, but again, I was heck. I'm older than you are, and yeah. I don't even know if you can remember him playing in Oakland. No, I can't. 
Like I, I, I can remember him playing Oakland because I remember him coming over to St. Louis. I I have I I remember him and Albert playing together. So two thousand one. The little the tummy punch. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I missed that. He, the closest he got was in ninety eight at number two, which still boggles my mind. Um, but he the other closest was uh fourth place when he was with Oakland in 92. So anyways, um, that's just weird to me. I've never actually, I don't think I've ever actually looked at Mark's uh, stats back then. Also, it shows him in Oakland, which let's be honest, he's a Cardinal. Yeah. Fuck Oakland. I mean, screw Oakland. Um, So yeah. That's the Cardinal uh, Carlos Martinez topic right there. Uh, but, yeah, we should definitely go into that PED uh, conversation more. Okay, now we're getting to the stuff I hate. Tommy Pham and Jock, uh, Jock, Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson, Will Smith style, during a Reds batting practice on Friday. According to multiple sources, the Reds scrapped, uh, scratched Pham shortly before the game started. Um, Apparently, it was over fantasy football. This thing got into, like, a huge shitstorm, um, crap storm. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, so, anyways, <laughs> I don't even know where this goes. Tommy Pham was like, it wasn't just about fantasy football. He disrespected the Padres. I was like, Okay. And which he wasn't even a part of the giant. He wasn't even part of the Giants or the uh, Dodgers. Jock Peterson. He was part of the Braves back then, uh, or the Cubs. So I don't even know. Like it wasn't even like an interleague or league rival. So Jock Peterson was like, "Here's the meme," and like it was the lady who threw the. I didn't. Did you see it? The meme. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Dude, this is this has been all over St. Louis yeah. Radio all week. So I've oh, has I'm it? pretty well on this story. Oh yeah. yeah. They've covered it every morning on Randy and Car- or Randy Character and Michelle Smolin. Yeah. And so you think it's over because Jock Peterson is like, listen, if I offended him, I'm sorry, but it's fantasy football and I did a it it was I didn't even understand it. And so and then Tommy Pham comes out and then starts complaining about uh Mike Trout. And he's like, Mike Trout is the worst commissioner in the league, which I'm going to, I'm going to take a little bit off right there. I'm going to say, I didn't hear the context and I didn't hear him say it. So he may have said it as a joke, but coming from Tommy Pham, who just said, Oh no, 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 he meant it. He meant meant it. it? Okay. Oh yeah. I I figured, I, I I figured he was anyway. So, um, Go ahead and talk about Tommy Fan for a second, so I don't. So All I right, try so to post myself. So to fill you guys in, so it, it was over. This is a this is an all big leaguers um, fantasy football league, um, big money in this league. So Tommy Fan is always very very serious about his money. Wayno actually came on character this moment and talked about it on Wednesday to give us a little insight into Tommy, um, and and Wayno basically defended it a little bit. Believe it or not. Been? A little bit, not all the way. Um, so, the, yes, there was the – he said it was more than one meme, but Jock only represented the one meme that we're talking about. 
and he took a couple of stabs at, at the Padres. But all well, came down to the amount of money. Hold on one second. So is Adam Wayne was Adam Wainwright a part of that uh, fantasy football league? No, he wasn't. He was just trying to give insight on why Tommy oh, okay. Pham okay. was so upset. Okay, I, um, I, I didn't know if he was a part of that group chat or not. But anyways. So lots of money involved. Basically what happened is they didn't – so as the story has been told at this point, at this point, Trout did not change the rules that were agreed upon by the players in the in the league about how the IR worked. And Jock had oh, some guy with last name of Wilson. This is from two years ago, by the way. This is this is from two years. Oh, two this isn't last year. No, it was two oh. years ago. Okay, that's weird. so. Jock might have been on San Francisco at this point. He, uh, um, he was at the Dodgers. At yeah, or with the Dodgers. Whatever, yeah. he was I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure he was on the West Coast for that. Yeah. So um they were sharing these memes and Jock ended up taking Wilson and putting him on the IR and picking somebody else up and putting him on his bench. And apparently that was against the rules that was agreed upon, but Trout never changed the rules as the commissioner, which is how Trout got dragged into this whole ordeal. Um but it's I guess this is a really big high dollar league and Tommy got mad. Like Tommy got mad and he handled his business inappropriately. Um, and looked like a freaking child that he is. This is why nobody. This is why. Oh, this is why he doesn't get a long-term contract with the team, and nobody really likes him. And people in St. Louis are happy that he's gone. And I'm sure at this point, if you talk to people in San Diego, they're happy he's gone too. Mm. And Tampa Bay. <laughs> so that was kind of the filler in that the only things that you were leaving out, not maybe that yeah. you weren't informed on, that I had heard on the radio. But they had talked about it every single day this week. And just yeah. gets juicier and juicier. Apparently, um, Tommy Famous come out and said that other guys in the league told him that they had his back on what happened in the uh, in the fantasy football league. And I'm like, I want to see the receipts to that. Um, I mean, this is just kind of some fun side drama for baseball. But I think this is uh, I think it's being played up by the MLB and by baseball. Yeah. Because the NFL is so hot. Yeah. And this links them to the NFL and gives them more publicity. So I, honestly, I think this is just like a celebrity drama story. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, my first reaction when I saw this, because I really like Jock Peterson. Um, I've said it a couple of times. I, I wish he had signed with the Cardinals last year. I wish he signed with the Cardinals this year. Um, and so I was really pissed off. I was like, I'm. I'm going to – I I hate Tommy Pham. He's driving me insane now. And then I thought about it more, and I thought about all the incidents he's had in his career. Like, you know, he calls out the fans of St. Louis when he first comes up. He calls out the Cardinals organi- organization for keeping him down in AAA for too long. Um, uh, then he gets traded to the uh, Rays, then – uh, apologizes to St. Louis and then he craps on the Ra- uh, the Rays fans and then he does all that and then he goes to San Diego and he kind of stays quiet there from what I remember and then and then he gets stabbed which I'd like to hear that story more um, and then he goes to Cincinnati saying that I'm just going to work on my bet I'm I'm not here for a team. I'm here for myself just to get my numbers up. I'm looking out for number one. Then he threatens to fight Luke Voigt. Um, and then he does this. Um, 
I don't think he's mentally stable. And like, and this is legitimately concerned. Like I'm concerned about him. He needs help. Like he's seriously off his meds. I, I like, if I'm a baseball team, I'm like, listen, or if I'm the Reds, I'm like either releasing him or saying, Hey, you guys need to, you need to figure some stuff out. Cause you are not right. Like, even if he, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like you walk up to Jock Peterson and just slap him over some fantasy football. I don't care how much money you spend on it. You, fantasy football is dumb. You're going to slap him over that. Anyways. Um, He's he's a dumbass. I hope he gets help. Um, he's now one of my least favorite players. Um, so is that a that actually took a lot? That wasn't as nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, do you have anything else to add to that? I think he needs to go through some anger management classes. Um, in all honesty. Oh. I think it'd be good for me. And I'm, I'd be surprised that the Reds haven't mandated that, hey, you're going to go through some counseling and get yourself in check and figure it out because you're a bad representation of our organization. But let's be real. Yeah. The Reds really even care about their own organization right now. Sure yeah. doesn't look like it, which it's is sad not- because Cincinnati is a great baseball city. Yeah. And they probably, I, I'm, I'm sure the ownership, ownership is loving the, uh, the publicity right there. Oh, yeah. Um, I honestly thought they were going to release him for a second there. Um, I wouldn't have surprised me, to be honest I, with you. I thought I because they they said they scratched him and then they suspended him, or the the Reds didn't suspend him, but MLB did. And I was like, "Ooh, he's about to get cut." And but they probably like that. They probably like having the Brett Phillips over there. So, um, <laughs> anyways, that's a little bit of the 2010. Remember when Kung Fu Cueto came out? Still hate that guy. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Don't um, get me started on that. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to get started on that. Uh, so uh, Dallas Keuchel was released by the uh, White Sox. He's cleared waivers, and so now he is a free agent. Um, there are teams that are associated with him. Cardinals, I've heard, were one of the favorites, and the Mets are also one of the favorites. Um, we kind of covered this a little bit on Wednesday's episode of Cardinals Chronicles. Um, uh, to, it's a shame that he's been released. There was a time back in you know 2017, I think he won the Cy Young. Um, and uh, he was one of the better pitchers. Then uh, Houston let him go, and every, I think everyone was like, are you crazy, Houston? Um, but uh, then he signs with the Braves, does kind of mediocre there. Then he signs with the uh, the White Sox. And in 2020, he had a really good season. Uh, but uh, in 2022, he has a 788 ERA, a, once, uh, a 49 ERA plus, and a two one five whip, um, a six twenty one fit. So he's he's lost something. Um, 
he's been kind of an, on a downward spiral since 2019, though. So it's uh, I don't see. I kind of see the Padres picking him up, um, just to give him a shot. Um, I don't really see anyone in particular picking him up. Maybe, maybe the Blue Jays. They need some guys, so. And they they have an, a miraculous uh, pitching coach, like uh, I like to say, and so he's he might be able to ben, uh, benefit from that. But um, I hope he does gets picked up. Anything from you? No, um, no, no, guy. I said it might be on Wednesday about Keiko. Um Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to see him out of the league by any means. I still think he's got some left in the tank. He's only thirty four years old. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's got to be something there. He's just lost it, and he needs to regain it and refine it. So help me God, if the Mets were to pick him up, and he ends up having 12 wins this year for them, I will be yeah. throw the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's I. I on I don't know how much of the White Sox because I kind of think it helps or not helps but uh hurts whenever you have whenever you're on a certain team um white Sox are not good this year um so i i think that kind of affects him too uh but i i honestly don't like if i'm a car i mean i'm a cardinals fan so i i i don't see any reason why i would want to pick him up so even even no, if he is too many walks, yeah, I just yeah, I, it just scares me. I'm sure uh, Mike Maddox or I really need to learn the pitching coach for the Blue Jays' name, uh, but he uh, he can probably help them. The Diamondbacks, maybe the I heard his pit, their pitching coach is really good too, and I can't even think of his name, but um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, good luck, Dallas Keuchel. Hope you do well. Um, and we'll be right back after these messages. Like that? Like that? That sounds spicy. Okay, hey, baby. Yeah. I get to give you info for once. I know. that That's good for you. Like, Pete Walker is the name. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. He... He felt really good about uh, rubbing that in my face that he knew something I didn't. <laughs> I'm terrible at names, so I don't. It never happens. You're the I, info guy. I know. I'm the eye test guy. You're the pretty face. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, we're back, obviously. Um, wow. Wow. Sorry. Uh so, so uh, are you ready for our Juan Soto? Oh, is wife here? Oh, you look lo- you looked like you were looking up and. Oh I thought, no, she's in bed. Oh, okay. Um. So Juan Soto stat of the day: uh, only players in MLB history to reach 100 doubles, 100 home runs, 300 RBIs, 400 walks, 500 hits at the age of 23 or younger are Ted Williams, Mel Ott. Mickey Mantle and Juan Soto. I almost rubbed my nipples right there. I mean, I made an argument if you shot me down. So, 
You would too. Wait, what? I bet they're pierced. Oh no, no, no. They're they're clean. They're a little bit hairy, but you know it's whatever. <laughs> uh, Fans do not want to know about your bodily autonomy here. Oh, they do. I'm like, <laughs> you ever seen Burt Reynolds? Boom. No. Ooh. It's rough. It's blonde, so it's not really as zip that. Yeah. Gotta zip it up. Turn a turtle neck. There you go. Yep. There you go. That's that's a good look for you. No. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, Juan Soto, here's the thing. He's just the best there is. Like, he wakes up in the morning and he pisses excellence. Um, Yeah, I love him. Um, not as much as you love Trey Turner, though. I know, I know. It's it's hard to say that. It's like I love my kids both equally, but I just don't like them the same. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for speed. I was a speed demon back in high school, so I, I, uh, which you couldn't see this now, but back in my day, um, yeah, I was pretty good. Um, you and I suffer from the same problem. Yeah. We're both around. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I wasn't always this way, but then I hurt my stupid leg sliding into second. And I will always say this. Slide into second head first, not feet first. Every fucking day I say that. Anyways, yes. No, it's five. Oh, yeah. You did so good in the first half of the last episode. I told you I'm angry today, and I'm sick, and I'm just dying. <laughs> um, Don't die on me yet. Yeah. Um, I got to find a replacement first. There's no replacement for me. I know. The show would be dead without you. You're my replacement, you'd be like, so what do you think of Trey Turner? And the guy would be like, hey, it's okay. And you're like, damn it. <laughs> no, I'd be like, thank God. <laughs> You're like, wait, uh, do you want to talk about Juan Soto or Trey Turner? No, I don't care. Oh, okay. Who are they? <laughs> don't let well, anyone. just took out the fun argument. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so I saw this. I saw a couple of people posting this, so I wanted to address it. Um, like, I don't know who said this, but it was like some big reporter, and I don't know why they said it. Um, so they said, you know how basically the entire baseball world has been talking about the month Mookie Betts is having? Well, Paul Goldschmidt's May has been about 50 points better than in all the slash line categories. And ba- and there's always been this thing about Cardinals. Um, you know, they're a flyover state. Stan Musial would be considered the best player of all time, like over Babe Ruth, even if he was in a, if he was a Yankee kind of um and then, you know, get Cardinal, Cardinals never get their due. Um, same with Goldie, apparently, in their eyes. Um, but I'm going to say that's – I mean, I've been watching MLB Network a lot lately, and they've been talking about Goldie more than Mookie Betts, in my opinion. Um, they uh, – what Mark DeRosa – did a huge 10 minute segment about Goldschmidt, uh, comparing him to Jeff Bagwell, uh, Greg Amsinger, who's a big Cardinal fan was talking about, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. I hadn't heard of, I hadn't heard what 
I should say, Amzinger is a little bit biased. I mean, he did well, go yeah. to Lindenwood yeah, University, yeah, yeah. and he's a Sailors guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, he's a Cardinal fan. But uh, but he has the best hair on MLB TV. He does. He's. I liked him before I knew he was a Cardinal fan. I was like, ah. Oh. Anyways, uh, he's so he's so fun to watch. Anyways, um, but like I didn't even know like Mookie Betts is May until like last week. So I, so I, I so anyways, I just wanted to say, uh, talk about that post because I think because it was from a reporter, and I wish I had saved the name, but um, yeah, I just. I've seen a lot of love for Paul Goldschmidt this year, or at least in May. Um, so I don't understand. Everybody at John Boy, John Boy is talking about it all the time now, talking about Paul Goldschmidt, and we love John Boy over here, and Fuzzy's talking about it. Every baseball program I've watched has talked about Paul Goldschmidt, so more than Mookie Betts. So if anything, Mookie Betts is having an underrated month compared to Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt's Goldschmidt's still having a better season or a better uh, month than Betts, but I think well, even going... if you look at their season totals. Oh yeah, let me make sure what I'm looking at season and uh, this might just be May. Yeah, I think I think Goldie's leading. No, this is this is season stats. I, you want you want me to run down these stats that I got in front of me? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so we're gonna do uh, every every number I say is gonna be Mookie first. And then I'm going to give you Goldie's number. All right. So at bats, 193, 184. Runs, 51, 33. Hits, 59, 65. Singles, 31, 37. Doubles, 12, 17. No triples for either guy. Mookie does have 16 home runs while Paulie's only got 11. Wait, hold on. Go back to the doubles again. 12 versus 17. Didn't. Paul just uh, hit 20, like, two in May or something? Like, he bro- broke uh, Stan's – Stan Musial and Albert Pujols' record, right? Oh, you're right. I wonder how old this post is. Ooh, oh, you're – See, I didn't looking... think those numbers sounded just right. perfect. I'm, I'm on um, fantasypros.com. Oh. So, See, shout out to them for not having the right numbers up here. Hold on. Let me uh... – Look at me. I'm back on top. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Damn it. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. Uh, that's funny. That makes me laugh. This uh, should make you laugh. I'm trying okay. to be you. So they have uh, 48 games under their belt. Uh, Betts has 193 at-bats. Uh, Goldschmidt has 184. Uh, Mookie has 59 hits. Goldie has 65. Uh well, that doesn't. So it looks make sense. like I was right. It doesn't make sense because unless you're they're considering home runs in May, extra base oh, hits. Oh, that's, how you that's get there. it. That's it. Okay. So and you were right. So let's get back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So home runs. Mookie's got 16 total. Um, Goldie's got 11. RBIs 35 to 43. Stolen bases four to three. Caught stealing one zero. Walks, 26-25. Strikeouts, 36-41. Now, here come the big numbers that we all like. Yeah. Batting average, 306 to 353. 
on base percentage, 392 to 429. That's better than slugging Juan percentage. Soto's. Oh, yeah. Slugging percentage, 617 to 625. That's pretty dang close. Yeah. And then on base plus slugging, 1.009 to 1.054. Yeah. OPS if Goldie plus. doesn't get player of the month in May, he's yeah. getting robbed. Yeah. Um, 178 batting uh, OPS plus for Mookie Betts to Goldie's 203. Um, yeah. Goldie's having a better month, but. Um, and he's been getting the love, and I like that. Um, I don't remember, like, I mean, before it was Albert. Like, I was, I was, re- I'm really wanting to look at uh, Paul Goldschmidt's numbers versus Albert Pools, and maybe I'll look at that for a Cardinals episode, but just see how comparable he is. Because I mean, people are already throwing out MVP this year, and it's so, it's so mind-boggling. Because I was saying in April, he has. The single, like he is, has one of the worst Aprils ever. Everyone, or like every year, he has a terrible April. Now, this April, and that's just how amazing he is this month. Like, imagine how good, like if he was, because he was awful in April. He was awful. He was bad, man. Yeah. He, was, he was super bad in yeah. April. And like, if, and he's already got like a 353 batting average. A 353 batting average when he in April he had like a 120 or something. And that's hard to do. I mean, he's got 200 at bats already. But I mean, and to bring his numbers up just, and it wasn't like a gradual thing. It's not like it took him two months, it took him a month to go. Whoop, like straight up. So that's, that's pretty amazing. And on its own is that's just how amazing he's been. Um, yeah. His, we talked about his May uh, on Wednesday and it's, it's video game numbers and it's not even funny how great he is. Um, but yeah. Is that all you want to talk about on that? Yeah, we can move on. Okay. So we had two retirements. Uh, we had a couple more, but, um, Russell Martin retired from MLB, spent 14 seasons. He uh, said he wanted to step away in 2019 just to kind of focus on other stuff. And um, so he fa- finally made it official that he was retired. Good for him. Uh, Jay Happ retired. Um, good for him. They both had really good careers. Uh, Jay Happ, I've always liked him. When he got came to the Cardinals, I was like, "Well, damn it, that's about three years too late." Um, Russell Martin, big part of that 2013 Pirates team, um, big Yankee. Uh, that's pretty much all I know him for. Is I mean, I know him from the uh, Blue Jays also, but uh, but good job. I mean, good careers. Um, I don't know if they're Hall of Famers. Do you think they're Hall of Famers? No. You don't think they no. are? No. Oh, no. Dodgers. Russell Martin was a part of the Dodgers, too. Keep forgetting about that. Uh, I want to look at uh, Russell Martin's career real quick. His career numbers, uh, 1,416 hits, 
191 home runs, 771 RBIs, 248 batting average, 349 on base percentage, 397 slugging, 746 OPS, and a 101 OPS plus. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, Black, uh, 2017, he played 91 games. 2018, he played 90 games. 2019, 2019 he played 83 games. Um, so he got hit with the injury bug pretty hard. Um, four-time All-Star, Gold Glove winner, Silver Slugger. Um, career 38.9 war. Um, pretty good defensively. Right? Yeah. Uh, You're fairly good. Better than he, the average cookie. Yeah. He may uh he may not be uh first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's uh he's a good guy or fun or good player or was. Um Jay Happ has a hundred he uh has hundred and thirty three to a hundred uh losses in his career, which is a 571 win to loss, uh, percentage, uh, 413 career ERA, um, 100 ERA plus 429 FIP and a 131 whip. Yeah. Um, he kind of took a tumble in the last couple of years, but, um, I've always liked him. So, uh, congrats on good careers. Uh, there was someone else who retired, and I can't even remember. I was like, well, no one cares about this guy. But uh, no, I, can't, I don't know who you are. Oh, yeah, I can't remember who it is. Yeah. Um, next story, uh, Angels utility man Tyler Wade had a dinner Monday night with former Yankees teammate Aaron Judge. Um, it's believed that Wade tried to is trying to sell him on the Angels. Uh, trying to sell Judge on the Angels. Um, I've said this for a couple of years and I kind of like that. I I'm being right. What was the other thing I was, I called that was right. Uh, Oh, Matt Carpenter, the Yankees. Um, yeah. Aaron, I think I have no idea why, but I always thought Aaron judge going to the angels would be just smart on both sides. Um, I don't know if the angels can afford it. They probably can because they're probably one of the most watched teams on TV. I have no, uh, nothing to base that on, but, um, him and Mike Trout would just be a fun duo with Shohei also. Um, that'd be, that'd probably be the biggest one, two, three punch you'd ever like in all of MLB, probably since the 1927 Yankees with, um, Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth. And, uh, it wasn't DiMaggio. Who was it? Anyways, whoever that third guy at the Yankees, but murderers row. So yes. Hold on. Now I have to look it up. Yeah. I was trying to stop my head and not look it up. Earl Combs, Mark Cohen, Bob Musil. That's probably it. Or Bob Musil was one of those guys, right? Um, we're talking long before we were ever alive. 
here I'm doing it right now. All right, so their lineup was, I'm going to give you the full room. Oh, well, I wasn't giving you the full room lineup. Looking like you jumped on me. I'm in so much trouble with this. Um, Earl Combs, Mark Coney, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. Bob Musel, Tony Lazari. Lazari, sounds. I don't know. I'm not. I don't have any of their statistics in front. Oh, I think I do right here. Uh, Lou Gehrig, obviously. By the way, it's uh, Lou Gehrig Day. Do you say Happy Lou Gehrig Day, or do you just say like, what do you say? Uh, it's only the second time go around for it. Yeah. Um. So I have no idea what the proper. Yeah. Uh, greeting. Because I, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to introduce the show and say Happy Lou Gehrig Day. And then I was like, well, it's not really a happy day. Like, anyways. Um, so Earl Combs had a 141 OPS plus. Babe Ruth had a 225 OPS. Good, good God. Uh, Bob Musil, 135. Uh, Tony Lazari, Lazari. Had a 125. Lou Gehrig had a 220. Pat Collins had a 116. So, I mean, that's that's pretty pretty dang good right there. Um, oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and their bench wasn't bad, too. Anyways, uh, but I think that would be a really cool 1-2-3 punch. Um, I, I still think that the it's kind of ironic because Tyler Wade, who's a shortstop, is trying to sell Aaron Judge on going to the Angels. I kind of think shortstop is kind of their biggest need because Taylor Ward is there. Oh, Taylor Ward is there too, and he's he's hot. Dang, that would be an awesome team. But uh, do you? See, I mean, what do you think of? Like, is there another team that you see Judge going to? Is there? Do you see Judge going to the Angels? Do you see Judge staying with the Yankees? I mean, I feel like Judge is one of those guys that once you get to New York, New York's nearly not going to let you go unless they don't want you anymore. Yeah. So I don't see him looking for a way out. I mean, there's just as much as I don't like the Yankees as a personal on a personal note and as a Cardinal fan, um, I have so much respect for the organization. And, and the history, the rich, rich history the organization has. Yeah. If the Yankees want you, you don't leave. You don't leave unless you you grew up or a fan of your hometown team and they want you. Yeah. You, you, you just don't leave the Yankees. It's, it's How many guys have we seen go from Boston to New York? Yeah. I mean, there, there's a reason guys go to New York. It's to play um, under that pedigree and that legacy and to wear those pinstripes. Yeah, and to be a part of that that franchise's long term history. So, I, I I don't know. I can't see him going anywhere unless somebody's just going to pony up so much money he can't can't say no. Oh man, I so I like the Yankees. I I don't I I I don't really have a hated team besides the Cubs, but that's mostly just because I hate the fans because uh, they're too drunk to make any sense. Um, but uh, yeah, I. I, I think it would be so freaking hilarious at the at the Red Sox just just to spite the Yankees would like just bankrupt their entire system, give 
give a judge a five hundred million dollar deal just to just to piss off Yankee fans and the Yankees organization. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious. I'd be okay with that. That'd be hilarious. Speaking of the uh Red Sox, the Red Sox. Uh the Reds won at Fenway Park for the first time since October twenty second, nineteen seventy five. That's awesome. Wow, that's a drought. Yeah. That's re- now that's in, nuts. in the Reds defense, they haven't really pl- I don't think they've played them much. I want to say like five times since then. So they what they only go there every six years, right? Yeah, or something like that. Because I mean the last time they played or the last time they won was the world, huh? Oh yeah. Think, no, hold on. What is it? You play so in the, until next year. So you play every team from one of the opposite league divisions, and you rotate back and forth. So like this year, the NL Central is playing the AL East. Yeah. And who they play last year? Central, because they were still playing Central about last year. Because okay, yeah. So, but um, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, nineteen. Still, it's a long time not to win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's um, Carlton Fisk hitting the home run to uh, uh, left field off the pole in that walk off. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's still interesting. I saw that. I was like, wow, that's. That seems really bad, but it probably isn't as bad as it looks. Um, anyways, uh, moving on, Robinson Cano has been uh, released by the Padres again. Or not again, but he's been released again. Um, I don't see anybody picking him up. I think that this could be the end of his career. Yeah, unless like a team that's just really bad and just needs some warm bodies like the Orioles or the uh, Royals, actually. Royals. Yeah, which would be kind of funny because uh, uh, Robinson Cano back in, what, 2015 uh, when the All-Star game was at uh, at the uh, Kauffman Stadium, the Royal uh, – he didn't pick a Royal to be – was it Butler back in the 2015 – that he didn't uh, pick to be in the home run derby and uh, the Royals fans booed him and he didn't hit a home run and they loved it. That was back when he was with the Yankees. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways. So uh, yeah, I just, I don't, honestly, I thought he retired three years ago. So. I didn't know he was in the league still until he showed up when we played the Mets earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so how long have we been going? About an hour and a half. Um, okay. So we can go into the biggest one. So, um, there, I guess Joe Girardi said something the other day about how he thought he was on the hot seat by the Phillies because of their mediocre numbers this year. Um, and everybody is wanting for his job to be, or like they want him to be fired. Um, everybody's saying he's he's close to getting fired. And uh, 
the front office is not happy with him. Anyways, there's a whole bunch of news stories about it. Uh, Phillies are 22 and 29. Um, what do you think of these uh, stories? What do you think of Joe Girardi being fired on the hot seat, whatever? Well, I'd like to give some sourcing out here so we can be honesty in media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so New York Post is saying that Joe Girardi's in the hot seat. The Philadelphia Inquirer um, is saying that Joe Girardi might live to see another series. But why? Yeah. Uh, I I mean, so we kind of talked about this in our season preview. Yeah. We thought the Phillies was going to have this dominant offense. Their defense was going to be horrible. Their pitching was average at best. And when they won games, it was going to be because they out they strictly just outscored teams. Seven to six, eight to seven, nine to five. I mean, that, that was kind of the conversation we had. I don't know if you can put this all on Girardi because he's obviously not the one uh, building the entire team. He doesn't have final say on who is on the roster. At least I don't think he has that kind of control. If he has that control and the Phillies have given him that control, well, then yeah, it's he's probably on the hot seat to certain. Uh, it's probably deserved that he's on the hot seat. But um, since I don't think he has all that power, baseball is a tough game. And I don't think you can put everything on the manager unless his voice and his message is just not carrying in the locker room. But, man, with that roster, with as much offense as they have, I'm surprised they're not at least a 500 team right now. And and it's severely disappointing uh, what they're putting out, the product they're putting on the field right now. And we we know how Philadelphia fans are. Um, Yeah. They are – they are unforgiving. They are one of the hardest super fan bases. passionate. Oh yeah, I mean, look at what they do. The Eagles, yeah, the snow. They throw they throw snowballs at the Santas. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would not be a want to be a professional athlete in Philadelphia. No. The only reason I like to go to Philadelphia are for the cheesesteaks. Yep. And that's and the, the only reason I like going to Philadelphia. And the Rocky uh, run, like you I've done it. the run. Yeah, you- I got to the top of the stairs and I went, no idea. I want to. I, I, I will. I, I have a big uh, trip planned for the east side. Um, not the east side of Philadelphia, but just the east side of the United States. I don't want to go to the east side. I don't want to go to much. Will Smith's. Um, I overlooked his neighborhood that was that he grew up in when I went to Philadelphia um, because we were up on this really high point. They, could, they pointed us to look in the direction that he uh, grew up in or that the TV show is based out of. Yeah. But let me tell you, there's a lot more stairs than you think there are. Oh, yeah. So be prepared and have high knees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I know, I know it's a big uh, leap right there, but yeah. Um, it's fun, though. It, it's super cool. I'm sure it's – I'm pretty sure it's fulfilling. Um, Joe Girardi. Come on, let's hear this rant. You prepped me for a big rant. Rock and okay. roll, baby. Let's go. So Philadelphia is – let me just put the – let me – I got to do a huge preface, okay? So Philly, Phillies are 22 and 29. Uh, they have a run differential of plus one, 230 uh, runs scored to 229 runs allowed. They are – they are ranked – let's see. I had them right here. 21st in whip. Um, 20th in opponent batting average and uh, 18th in ERA, which is a 405. 
Now, this pitching combines starting and bullpen. I wish I had a better stat, but at the moment, I do not. So I'm guaranteeing you that the if uh, this just showed the bullpen, it'd be a lot worse. Defense, they are, uh, they are in the bottom 10 of every category. Okay. A manager's job, and I kind of wish that we had gone over this before at the beginning of the season, but I'm going to just do a real quick crash course. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that managers do, obviously. But a manager's main job is to take the talent that the front office has given to him. And he has a little bit of say on what he gets. That's true. But his main job is to take the talent that the front office has given him and make it to where to where they have the most talented guys on that day available. So um, a guy like uh, Roger, uh, Ranger Suarez, uh, who's, uh, I think, one of their starters, um, he doesn't say, hey, listen, I feel good after throwing – 78 pitches yesterday I can go again a manager says no or I can or I feel good after throwing 100 pitches uh I can go back out for the eighth and ninth inning the manager can sit back and say hey no no you're done you're kind of tipping your pitches a little bit he's supposed to be unbiased and he's able he's supposed to be able to take a step back and just say like be level-headed basically he's a manager he manages the team the front office's job is to one create a really good uh farm system uh you need to worry about the farm system and you need to look at the team's issues anyways dave this is just stupid and Joe Girardi is not able to take over everything. He can't. The what were the two things that you and I both said at the pregame or the preseason evaluation uh, that took like three hours long was their number one need was or their number one issue is going to be defense because Kyle Schwarber. Uh, <sighs> Who are some of those other guys? D, uh, Didi's a good defensive guy. Um, and uh, Nick Castellanos are not going to be good defenders. And then I, we also said the bullpen. Yeah, they got Corey Knievel, but they needed some other guys. They needed, they needed more bullpen help. And sure, they may have lost money, but good Lord, that's... So the fact that he is being said that he is on the earth. The fact that it is being said that he is on the hot seat is bullshit. It's crap. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. You know why he's on the hot seat is because he's trying to do the better job. He's trying to do as good of a job. And the front office knows that they fucked up. They fucked up and they, they're like, Oh, well, we can't blame ourselves because we know everything. We have uh, big egos. And if we say that we messed up, then the fans are going to hate us. And so we're going to blame Joe Girardi. And some fans 
are going to be who don't really focus much on the all-around aspects of the game are going to be like oh you're right it is joe girardi's fault and then once they get the replacement guy they can go oh oh no no the replacement guy isn't really a real manager so we don't need to even like it makes sense why the phillies are losing and it's stupid look joe girardi won a world series he's uh play he's um sorry the like when he was with the Yankees he was doing a really good job and guess what the front office kept Derek Jeter who's like 40 A-Rod who's injury prone all the time Robinson Cano speaking of the devil uh Andy Pettit Mariano Rivera I mean I remember in the 2014 Yankees there used to be like old uh caricatures of all them trying to round the first base with their walkers and their canes and (laughs) and like so I don't think that was really his fault and anyways and so he gets fired from there and this is look is a little bit a little bit of this Joe Girardi's fault yes yes it's absolutely his fault just like it's part of the it's most of the team's fault for not performing but guess what it's just as much the front office's fault and for the front office to say this is, um, or Joe Girardi is the scapegoat here, is bullshit. And they know it. Everybody knows it. And so if Joe Girardi gets fired because of this, because they failed to go out and get bullpen help and go out and get a better defense when everybody knew that if you got Kyle Schwarber and Nick Cassianos, that wasn't going to be good. That wasn't a good recipe. Look, you do need a good defense. And I hate defense. Defense pisses me off now. I hate it. I hate it almost as much as I hate Harrison Bader. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But it's uh, it's stupid. It's stupid. Whenever you, everyone and their mother could see at the beginning of the season, hey, this is not a good. This is not a good idea. And I don't think you can compete with the Mets or the Braves, who just had a monster season. Or monster off seasons and then and then be like oh well i'm so surprised by all this like at the beginning of the season david dombrowski whenever they uh reporters asked him uh listen these guys can't play defense and then he go he responded with have you seen them hit well guess what when they go into a slump what good are they i mean paul de young paul de young like I know, I know I don't mean to bring up Paul DeYoung, but he's the only guy I can think of off the top of my head. Everyone was talking, oh, have you seen him play defense? But whenever he loses a little bit of defense and he has no offense, that just makes him that much worse. And you have a couple of them. Because guess what? Nick Cassianos can't hit a whole bunch or hit, you know, 30 home runs in a month or 10 home runs in a month. or He can't stay hot for all 162 games. Bryce Harper can't. Bryce Harper's been trying to uh, carry the team since he got here. Um, Nick or Kyle Schwarber. I don't know why I can't remember uh, Kyle Schwarber's name. Um, Gene Segura. They, they, I mean, Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins has kind of been mediocre lately. I, Real, Real Muto, he's doing as much as he can, but he's not there yet. Um, you you just can't blame Dr- all this on Girardi and then and then expect everything to get better after that. So, I think 
I just want to defend Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi is a good guy. Nah, well, I don't know if he's a good guy, but he seems like a guy, a nice guy. And I think him getting put, uh, being, being made the scapegoat just because the front office decided to stick their finger up their assholes and just say, oh, well, that was okay, is, is bullshit. And that pisses me off. And I filled up this curse jar all, like, I've had to get three more curse jars, jars in this rant. So, um, Josh, do you have anything to add to that? Um, the only thing I want to add is, I don't, I, are you looking at their stuff right now? Who's? Uh, uh, the Phillies. Yeah, why? Okay, let's uh, – how many guys do you think they have that get paid more than $10 million a year? Let's see. They have Real Muto, Reese Hoskins, Gene Segura, uh, Didi, um, Bryce for sure, Nick Cassianos, Kyle Schwarber, um, Wheeler I'm sure is also there. So there's eight right there. So I'm, I'm going to say about 10 of their guys. So it's nine. So I'm, that's, that, that's some good work off the top of your head. Um, so you, Harper obviously makes the most, right? Yeah. Who do you think makes the second most? Is it Cassianos? This caught, no, he's up there, but he's not the second most. This caught me off guard. Wheeler. Is it Wheeler? Okay. Yep. And then JT. Yeah, JT. What what is he making? One hundred thirty. He's twenty three point eight seven five a year. For how many years? Does it say? Uh, I don't have the years up. I just have the full roster with their salaries. Okay. Um, But Castellanos is making twenty a year. You got Didi making fifteen and a quarter. You got Corey Canable making ten. Aaron Nola is one you were missing. He's fifteen. Sorry about that. So we're at eh, technical difficulties happen. No big yeah. deal. Yeah. So Nola was the guy when you were listing off names that you missed. Um, yeah. And again, still all the credit in the world to you because I couldn't even do that with the Cardinals roster, to be honest with you. So it's just impressive to me how much money they spent on offense. and They didn't spend anything really on defense. I mean, they really didn't need to go get Castellanos um, and to pay him the dollar amounts they paid him. I just find ridiculous. Now I'm not a big Castellanos fan in the first place, but yeah, dude, twenty million for a guy to hit the ball and not play defense well. I mean, you've already got Schwarber. Why did you yeah. get another one? Well, I um, think I think their biggest thing was that they were because this was after the lockout where they got Castellanos and Schwarber, and I think one of their biggest like they were kind of under pressure just to get somebody. Otherwise, Phillies fans were gonna like get pissed off, so they just picked up the two biggest guys they could find, even though Brian Tapera and some of those other guys, uh, Archie Bradley, who's an ex-Philly, um, they were all on the market still. But, yeah, they they didn't need to get – it was more of a – I would have rather gotten a Nick Cassianos than a Kyle Schwarber, but I, I, I wouldn't have gotten both. But, anyways. See, I'd rather have Schwarber. Yeah. 
I just I don't like Castellanos. He's a heck of a player. Well, yeah. Also, Kyle Schwarber is a left-handed hitter, and uh, Philly's right field is short too, kind of. But uh, anyways, continue with your. I just think the best value player they have out there, and, and I'm sure you're going to disagree with me. But remember, I'm talking about value. Yeah. A best player, best value is probably Reese Hoskins because he's only uh, making 7.7 a year. Yeah. Right. Reese Hoskins, is on, on that. Reese Hoskins is only making 8 million a year. 7.7. Huh. Now, this year he's having a down year because he's only hitting 222. 25 runs scored. He does have 25 RBIs, doesn't have a single stolen base. His on-base percentage is 302, slugging 402, OPS is 704, and his OPS plus is 101. Um, so he's having a little bit of a down year. But, I mean, he's still got eight home runs and 189 at-bats. Yeah. I mean, he, in my opinion, is the bang for buck. He gets the – they get the most out of him for the money they're paying him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I, I still and he's think only he's, 29 years old. Yeah. He's, he's an underrated guy. I think um, not, I mean, this year he's kind of underperforming, but not, not too terribly. Um, he's more still than, better than most average players. Nor, more than some of those. I mean, look at his batting averages and this is like off different uh, topic, but um, he has a 222 batting average, but a 101 OPS. He had a 247 last year. But a 131 OPS plus, 245 the year before, which uh, 76, but that was 2020. Or I'm sorry, not 76 uh, OPS. He had a 138. 138. Yeah, total bases pisses me off that it's right next to OPS plus. Anyways, um, but yeah, he's, yeah, yet another reason why batting average needs to go down on importance. Um, but yeah, it's it's a shame because they have a really good lineup. Their lineup, I mean, JT Realmuto, um, I mean, probably he's up there as one of the best catchers right now. I mean, top three at least, right? Will Smith and um, Desmani. I would guarantee he's in the top five. Yeah, yeah, top five for sure. Um, Probably top three, though. I'd, I'd probably agree Salvador, with the top three. Salvador Perez probably is up there. To, no? Is it the defense? Not in my opinion. Is it, it the defense? Yeah, the defense bothers me right now. Yeah. He's, he doesn't look – now, two years ago, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Um, but this year, he's just – he's not performing the same. I mean, he's nowhere near – Yeah. He's kind he of He's kind of given up on the defensive part uh, a little bit and focused more on the – offensive which when you're on a when you're on the Royals team you kind of have to focus on the on the hitting but um yeah Reese Hoskins who's a really underrated uh first baseman um but he's terrible defensively um I don't rem I don't have I don't remember what his numbers are but um second base Gene Segura he's good he's all right Didi Gregoria, he's a great shortstop. Uh, third baseman, Alec Bohm, he's been good. Bryce Harper, Nick Cassianos, Nick. Uh, but, I mean, I was watching the Braves and Phillies series, and, oh, my gosh, that was just horrible. Like, 
I was telling you about it the other day, I think, and I said, you know, the um, they're just um, like they dropped a couple of balls that were just easy fly outs, and they gave up the game pretty much. Um, I mean, it was just horrible defense. And, yeah, and so I don't think this is all um, Girardi's fault. This is – this is just not getting getting the best deal that you should be getting. No, I, I agree. Guess. I think he's gonna get short. I think he's gonna get hung out of dry as the scapegoat. Yeah. Um, but back to what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um fan fan graphs. Give a shout out to fan graphs here. They have JT Romuto as the fifth best catcher in the league right now. Okay, hold and on. He is behind wait, hold on. Let me pick uh let's see. Will Smith. Is it Will Smith in there? Top four. Okay. He's number one. Okay, number is Grandall in there? He's probably not. Is he really? No, he's number two. Is he really two? Uh, there was another guy who I was thinking of. Um, is it Taylor Hine? No, but you should know this name because we've already talked about him before on other episodes this season. It's okay. one that flies under the radar. Oh, is it the? It's not the Giants guy, is it? You're in the right state. Giants. Oh, Sean Garver? Or not Sean Garver, uh, Sean Murphy? Number three. I know Sean Garver, so hopefully he doesn't watch this episode. Uh, really, Sean, Sean Murphy is number three. That's interesting. Now, they're ranking them as teams, but he's the number one on the team. Okay. Um, and then... You're never going to get four. I'm not. Uh, is it... I, is it Wilson Contreras? No. Really? No. No, no, no. Darno? No. Huh. Who is it? Danny Jansen. The Toronto. Bitch. The man that haunts me every day. <laughs> so I was like, you're never going to get this one. And then JT Romudo and the Phillies uh, catchers come in fifth. Yeah. Uh, just around on the top 10. Rays with Mike Zanino, sixth. Oh, he's good. Uh, Rangers with Mitch Garver. Mitch Garver. Seven. Marlins at eight with Stallings. Well, shoot, they got four guys in there. Stallings, Henry, Fortes, and Jackson. Um, the Royals come in nine with Perez up top. And the Braves come in 10 with Darnado. Pena and William Contreras. William Contreras is – oh, yeah, he is a catcher for the Braves. Why did yeah, I but think he's of... the brother to Contreras yeah, Wilson. in Chicago. Yeah. Is he well, a... very good tonight. That was good. Yeah. I listened to that. I got some shit up here. I might as a well. A little bit. Uh, but, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, All uh, I know is when you come to town, man, don't even worry about bringing me the dollars. You can just buy me a bottle of what I'm looking for. Yeah, I know, right? Like a Macallan 25 or something right there. <laughs> um, it's just a good bottle of shine, man. A good jar of shine. Yeah. Uh, how long have we been going? It's it's almost an hour and a half, right? Yeah, I mean, and you're going to have to edit this down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to do a standings watch thing, but uh, I think we're just going to skip that tonight. We can save that for Monday. Come yeah. out with power rankings. We can do it all at once. Start yeah. off June. Yeah, we're supposed to do an analytics episode, but we decided to push that back. Um, but 
so it will be coming. It's just going to be pushed back. We want to make sure that's done right. Um, oh, before we leave, I do want to. So this is my feel good story of the day, and I don't get emotional a lot. I mean, you know, the first episode of the regular season we did was kind of, uh, you know, we talked about how beautiful the game is. And listen, I'm not afraid to talk about how like how much in love that I am with baseball. Like it is romantic. Um, but this is a cool story. Uh, I wish I had his, I wish I heard his name one more time so I could, but, um, and Jose Quas. Okay. He's a pitcher for the, uh, Kansas city Royals speaking of the, speaking of the devil. Um, he, so he was playing college baseball and it wasn't really going anywhere. Um, this is back in 2017. He, um, he was an outfielder. And so he decided to switch and go and be a, um, uh, a pitcher. And, uh, I think he got drafted, but then he was released by a team. And I don't know what team he was. Um, anyway, so he goes back to New York and his, he and his brother, his brother was a pitcher. He pitched a little bit in college. I think that's what they said. And, um, he said, I'm going to teach you how to, how to pitch. And so, um, he, Jose became a FedEx driver and he said he worked from like five o'clock in the morning all the way to eight o'clock at night. And he, when he would come home, he was exhausted. He, all he wanted to do was go to bed. His brother said, Hey, I'm not letting you give up on your dreams. And so every night they'd go throw the baseball for two and a half hours or four out to four hours and I mean they worked hard for it and and so now he's finally up in the big leagues um and so I I thought that was a really cool story um great brother wins brother of life um yeah I yeah it's a beautiful thing and I always love to see guys who finally achieve their dreams and just show goes to show you know it really is inspiring um i was thinking yesterday how stupid it is when people say this person inspires me every day and i'm like shut up he doesn't he he inspires you to take a shower after three days of not showering and sitting in a cheeto coma no but um but yeah yeah this guy really does inspire me and he just reminds me that you know you in order to succeed you really have to work hard or have rich, rich parents. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it does help sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, it? yeah. It definitely makes that road a lot more paved. They're like, oh yeah, oh, we yeah. paved the road for you. Yeah. Anyways. But, um, yeah, it definitely does help. Like you have to work hard for what you want to do. Um, so, uh, that, that was a nice story. I, I do. <laughs> I I want to say that I think that he kind of got railed, but I don't want to even look up that stat. Like uh, this guy, Jose Kiers, Kiers, I think it's Cuss. Cuss. Um, Do think, the research and bring us the, uh, the no, other result I, 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 when I'm you come gonna, back. No, he's one of my favorite players now. Um, him and there's a Royals closer. Um, I'll tell you this story real quick. Uh, so this Royals closer, I wish that I um, – or not Royals closer, Orioles closer. Um, 
his son has been hasn't been able to see him in three or see him play in three years because he had been suffering from cancer um and so uh this was what was it tuesday night it was the or saturday night um it was the first game he was able to see his dad pitch in forever and his dad got like a save on it and i thought that was a really nice uh uh just to see. I mean, I like it's hard to not be romantic about baseball. Josh, say something smart. See, guys, here's the thing that I love about working with this guy over here. Yeah, he's a foul mouthed, scruffy looking nerf herder, but he's got a heart of gold. He may not sound like it when you listen to him rant and rave and crap on people, but you can tell the guy's got a big heart and, and he loves the good stories. This is why I enjoy doing the show with him. Um, How does that sound to you? That sounded stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Like the little I'm Star kidding. Wars line in there. And... Yeah, who's scruffy looking? Um, oh, what you is are. This? Look at your face. It was on his son's birthday too. Yeah, Jorge oh, Lopez. That's Jorge we Lopez. Like sure yeah. So that was a fun episode, uh, except it wasn't. Um, Blue Gehrig Day. Enjoy that, or I mean, don't enjoy it. Sorry, that sounds so wrong. There, do something with it. Reflect on it. Do whatever you need to do with Lou Gehrig Day. Um, do something nice for somebody else that you wouldn't normally do for somebody. Or do something nice for a stranger that you don't know. Yeah. Open a door. Help an old lady get up a curb. Do something nice for somebody today. Help a Nazi load his gun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. no. Help a patriot no. load his gun. Yes. Help a patriot load his gun. Um, do you have any parting words of inspiration you want to say besides? Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to a good week in the baseball. I, I always say this. I'm always looking forward to good baseball. Uh, Me too. I obviously, always... being the Cardinals fans, we got a big series with the Cubbies this weekend. Yeah, we lost tonight. I don't even Libertor had a rough that. outing. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that Wednesday. But uh, looking for a great weekend of baseball. Love playing the Cubs. It's always fun, no matter who's doing good or who's doing bad. They always end up being good games. So um, looking for some great highlights, hoping there's some big plays this weekend. And, you know, everybody have a very safe weekend. Um, If you're a St. Louis person and you got nothing else going on this weekend, you can head over to WWT and check out the NASCAR and the uh, truck race. So NASCAR is going to be just out in St. Louis for the first time ever. Uh, The trucks have been racing out here for a few years. Yeah, they sold out 57,000 seats sold out. That's just that just so, goes to show how starving uh, St. Louis fans are for, for some sports. They're just like, we'll hey, watch these guys run round and round for a couple of hours. Hey, but, uh, you know, they're making a left turn. You know, yeah. we're a beer city. We've yeah. got the brewery right there. We can get drunk. It's a sport we can easily follow. <laughs> That's true. Wait, what did he do? He turned left. Oh, okay. What did he do now? He turned left again. God. Anyways. Um, He's making yeah. a left turn. Speaking of left turns, um, be sure to watch our NASCAR show. Absolutely. Which which names escape me at the moment. We also have uh, Sunday Drivers. Sunday Drivers, yeah. Um, I don't even. I don't think I've even talked. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on to that show. I'm going to ask to go on that show. I'm just going to be like, I don't know shit. <laughs> then they can come on and here and make fun of baseball all they want. There we are. Get one of them on our show. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, I'm still doing that now. I'm texting them now. They they're not even watching this show. They're, so it's gonna 
they're just like, oh no. Anyways, um, hey, Brandon's we got we got to get Brandon on soon. Why? I mean, well, obviously, because he hasn't been the, on in forever. Yeah, and now we have videos, so now the whole world can make fun of his ugly face too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, he hates us. He he's like, listen, Logan, Josh, you guys just have the back corner over there, so. Um, you know, you just, just keep holding down the floor. Yeah, yeah. Just don't say anything too bad and we'll be okay. Anyways. No, I'm just kidding. I love, well, I don't really, I don't love Brandon cause I've, I think I've only talked to him like twice. Um, so, but, um, yeah, we're totally going to do that. Uh, also watch the semifinals NHL preview. Josh, you were on that one, weren't you? Sure was. Sure was. I've done all the, uh, NHL postseason stuff right now. It was a good episode. We met, we cut it down a lot on time, obviously, because there wasn't much to talk about. So yeah. go and check it out. It's only about 30 minutes long. And then we will have another uh, episode for the Stanley Cup final preview uh, when the semifinals get figured out. So is it going to be Lightning and Avalanche? God, I sure hope so. I mean, that's who I picked. I picked Lightning and the Avalanche, but then the Lightning lost, and then the Avalanche had won the first two games. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to see the Avalanche win, but that's yeah. what I think it's going to get to the Cup. Yeah. It'd be weird to see the Rangers beat the Lightning, who've just won like back-to-back Stanley Cups, and then the Rangers, who haven't been good ever. It's just weird. Not since Gretzky was there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forget Gretzky was in there. I always think of him with the Kings or the uh, well, Blues. The Rangers were elite when they had Messier and that whole crew. Yeah. Gretzky ended up there at the end of his career. Oh. Did he? Um, yeah, but it. It's going to be interesting. Um, we're hoping that with the Avalanche being up 2 nothing on the Oilers now, hoping that going back to Edmonton, maybe the Oilers can squeak out one or two after a 14-goal first game to open yeah. up the series. And then tonight it was 4 nothing. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know you could score that weird. high. Um, that yeah. usually happens. Yeah. Um, anyways, so uh, look at me. I know, ba- I know not basketball, uh, <laughs> hockey. A little bit. You, you know bit. puck. Yeah, I know, you puck. know puck. I know puck a lot of stuff. Ooh, that's nice. Ooh, that's that's if I ever host an NHL show, that's my uh, that's my line. We're not it's gonna be... <laughs> I know puck about a lot of stuff right there. I'm gonna become the it, biggest it hockey be, fan. I don't know puck about a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> puck. Anyways, um, but also watching basketball. What? I was just saying, everybody check out all of our other. Uh, all of those shows we have going on. We're still looking for an NBA crew. We're still looking for a soccer crew. Um, so if you or somebody you know might be interested in getting in on with this with us, come join the team while Logan eats his mic. And uh, message us. Message if you guys have any topics you want us to cover, anything you want us to look at going into the next episodes, or anything you guys think we could do better. Also, we're looking for a third baseball host. Because I'm getting sick of Josh. No, no, we actually do need a third one. We've been talking about getting a he third one for a while. Trying to replace me. <laughs> oh, just, just the other night. When do you need to take a break? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he just wants me gone. He's tired of me. No, too I, much of a homer. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we do want a third host. We want. Uh, we're gonna do a new segment actually pretty sooner that we're wanting to do it um i should say we're not going to do it yet but uh where we get uh fans from different teams to come on for a 15 minute segment just talk about why we should be rooting for their team what we need to look at what they need to know 
that way, you know, we're able to keep tabs on every team. But um, that's a future topic. Well, it's if you'd like to topic. get on on that, just message the Variety Sports Podcast Network. Yeah. Uh, one of a somebody, either Logan, myself, or uh, Brandon, will get the message over to us, and we'll make contact with you and set something up. Don't text me. Um, tell it straight Never. to my face. Yeah. He don't Never. like you. Yeah, I don't like you that much. If you say something wrong, I will beat the shit out of you mentally. I'll be like, listen. 13. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, anyways, uh, live long and watch some damn baseball. Bye, Felicia. Take care, guys.